There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, and welcome back to the Des Bishop Podcast. It's great to be back. We have a great episode today with Emma Doran, comedian uh, that's been on the rise lately here in Dublin. And, well... We chat about some great stuff. The main body of the conversation is about uh, Emma getting pregnant at 18, and she's just great at telling the story of the stress of that. She was in her leaving cert year. In fact, well, uh, I won't give away too much, but we basically chat about that, and it's, it's, it's super interesting. Also, because people seem to... Um, plug their gigs at the beginning of their podcast I've noticed listening to a few of the Irish podcasts and the gig plugs plugs seem to come at the beginning I'm in Tullamore tomorrow night if anybody's around you want to come it's the very last night of the take the points tour I'm in Clonmel tonight but there's no tickets for that but I am in well you can try the hotel but uh, Tullamore there are definitely tickets tomorrow night if you want to check that out and then the 2020 dates for me and Mama are on sale, desbishop.com or desbishop.net forward slash tour dates. Check that out or just hit me up on Instagram at desbishop. Anyway, this is Emma Doran chatting about her life. Such a cool lady. Back in a sec. So let's find out a little bit about Emma Doran's backstory, which I accidentally found out a little bit already while you were making tea. Oh, yeah. Um, backstory. So... Well, you're from Dublin, yeah? I'm from Dublin, yeah. And I started comedy when I was 29. So... Where'd you grow up? I grew up in Rathfarnham. We started off in Tala. I think my family was there for about... 14 something years or whatever and I was six and we moved to Rathfarnham so like bit it? of a step up not bit that you want to insult the Tala people <laughs> bit of a step. no it's definitely a step up in terms of like the house and everything um but I was dev I remember being like devastated to leave because I thought our road was so cool and it actually was because when we moved to Rathfarnham they were definitely a bit bitchier right they really were so with, with wealth comes... Yeah, bitchiness. And I remember actually girls on the road talking about weight. And I had that kind of stuff had never crossed my mind. Wow. So there was like, it was... It, it was, was a distinct difference. Yeah. You noticed it. Was, it. Yeah, Interesting yeah. that they... And do you, think, do you think that was you were just unlucky with that group? Uh, I guess with a group... Yeah, I guess with a possibly. road, it can be one or two like ringleaders. That's can, true. Can yeah. guide the vibe. Yeah, I mean, because there's only going to be so many people who are girls and your age. So it's kind of look at the job. Talking about weight. Yeah, like it's seven. Wow. Isn't that insane? Yeah, although I, I'd have to think that we were probably aware of weight, but that came from my parents. My See, parents my, yeah. were very vain. 
Oh, were they? Yeah. Um, well, my dad's pretty vain. Like he would take pride in it. But my mom and friends, she never spoke about like diets or anything like that. So I never thought about weight. And then suddenly these girls. Yeah. And I was like, what? I was like, oh, like I knew what a fat person, like I knew the difference, but it wasn't like. Yeah. You weren't thinking about your own image. No. So that was the beginning of you. That's almost like. That's almost like an innocence loss becoming becoming conscious of yourself, right? Yeah. That was like a moment. Big style. You can kind of like it's outer body. I can see myself kind of like looking at, down at my stomach going, am I fat? I don't know. What's happening? Um, so it was definitely different. But did you get on okay with that? Oh, uh, yeah. No, we got on. I, I got on okay. And uh, so I had to like move school and all that kind of thing. And so basically in Raffarnum since then, and then... But you got pregnant young, right? I got pregnant when I was 18. 18? Yes. Wow. So I was still in school. Yeah, so you were mm. one of them. <laughs> you were that girl. Every school <laughs> has one. <laughs> I know. But I think people were shocked when I got pregnant. I think a lot of people went, fuck, because it wasn't like... I. So basically in school, if somebody gets pregnant, they're either one or another person. They're either... The simpleton virgin who you're like, oh, my God, you fucked once and you. How did that happen to her? Do you know what I mean? That must have been like she must have never spoken to a man before. And look what happened to her. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Or it's either the person who there's been rumors swirling about them for years. She's a dirty slut. She's a slut. Yes. I suppose it's the virgin. And, you know. Yes. So it was kind of like neither. So I think people were like, fuck happened to Emma oh no like no one expected it to happen to me I fucking didn't but you were going out with this guy at the time no so what (laughs) only share as much as you want no that's fine you've talked about it before right oh yeah yeah well you have to you see this is the problem when you have a kid so young you have to nearly tell people your story yeah 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 because they're like but it's interesting. I actually, well, funnily enough, I, I haven't talked to that many people about teenage pregnancies. Oh, really? I mean, I read Lynn Moran's book. Like, I've I've yeah. read a few, like, classic Irish tales of teenage pregnancy, which her timeline must be pretty similar to yours. I think her daughter's only a little older than you. But mm. but anyway, that's uh, not, be, yeah. not to digress. But, you know, I, I haven't, I don't think I've had anybody on the podcast that spoke in detail about that. Oh, really? 18. How, what, what year was that? So, 18, it was 2002. All right, 2000. I got pregnant and then gave birth 2003. Wow. So... You were in a Catholic school? Mm-hmm, all-girls school. And so I was kind of in school. I do enough, like, to get by. Bit of a master, but, like, nothing crazy. You yeah. know, would smoke at break, out of the bike shed, like, with all my friends. You know, a little bit of, like, going on the hop, a few fake notes. Nothing crazy. Nothing crazy. Nothing crazy, yeah. We'd definitely, you know, we'd get C's. Keep everyone kind of happy enough. Grand. Yeah. And then my friend, her parents had, <laughs> you're going to laugh now. Her parents had a mobile home in Wexford. And uh, we went down a couple of times at weekends. And which, I, which place in Wexford? Courtdown. Oh, in Courtdown. Great. <laughs> okay. So we went down a few times and... My parents, now, I always got on with them really well and still do, but they were really strict. I'm like only girl and they were, maybe it was compared to my friends or whatever, but they were super strict. If I wanted to get up to anything, I had to go and sleep in a friend's house because yes. they were just on to me about everything. Like even my mom went round to the local garage to tell them to stop selling me cigarettes. 
Oh, really? Yeah. But that's, that, was, that was good parenting. That was good. So it was hard to like get away with stuff with them. So we went down to this mobile in court town for a few weekends here and there, like, you know, over midterms. And I loved it because we could do whatever we wanted. And I was like, we're going down during the summer. And my friend Laura was like, okay. So we went down for the summer. We got jobs. Oh, you went to actually stay? Yeah. So this is between fifth year and sixth Sixth year. year. So I got a job in um, a chipper. (laughs) It it was a chipper and I had a restaurant next door. So I did shifts between the chipper and the restaurant. So I was happy because I got free food. I was like, this is perfect. And um, then I met this guy. He came in on Leaving Cert Results Night. Right. So August. Yes. So he came in to like order his food or whatever. And then he came in again. And one of the girls I worked with knew his friend. We invited them back to our mobile. We're going to have a big party. And I kind of saw him for a little while. But I was totally like holiday romance. Yeah. You know. And, but um, you were already like sexually active, right? Like it wasn't like, no, like it wasn't not a first experience. Really. My problem was, <laughs> so I wanted to be like, I wanted to be a slut. Not wanted to be a slut, but I wanted to be. Of course, a, a slut is the wrong term. Yeah, but, yeah, I know. But this is like, you know, back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to be adventurous. Let's put it that way. Yeah. I was definitely like into boys, all that stuff. But my problem was. <laughs> I don't know if I can say this. The, the main thing that held me back was ginger pubes. I just want people to... Oh, you, you were paranoid about your ginger pubes. Yeah. So you I know, thought, you could have just eradicated them. But did you see, back then, no, yeah, I know, did it wasn't that. a thing. Yeah. So I was just really <laughs> conscious about it. So I was like, if I do it in Wexford, it'll be totally cool. You're like, nobody will talk about it. It'll be like, this is how innocent I really was. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um... That was all grand and we kept in touch, but he was going to college in Waterford and I just like, I got a really bad feeling. I was like, I think I'm pregnant. I was like, only my friend. And you were having unprotected sex? You weren't even- no, like he used a condom. So I thought it was all fine. Yeah. I don't know what happened. Something happened anyway. Um, But yeah, I, ran, I talked to my friend Laura and I was like, I just knew I was like, and she's like, no, 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 you won't be like, definitely. And ha- ha- were you late or were you just paranoid? I got like, what happened was I got a period, but it wasn't like a proper one. So that happens sometimes. Yeah. That you get like a, I suppose, a fake period or whatever. And I was just like, something's up. So I went into town and bought a pregnancy test because you couldn't buy one locally. Like your yes. mom's friend could come up behind yes. you. Do you know what I mean? Went into town. And I went to Stephen's Green Shopping Centre and I went upstairs. Upstairs to those toilets yes. where you can't shoot heroin. They have the, the lights. <laughs> yeah. And you have to pay. You have to, yeah, like, you have to pay. pay your 10p. So I paid, went in and it was, it came up like straight away. And I did that thing of like, you know, I, ought to, I until then I thought it only happened in soaps. But I did that thing of like sliding down the wall like. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you know that thing? Yeah, fuck. I mean, where the huge. music goes. I was like. And then what made it worse is when I got myself like together and I was leaving and I saw a girl from my year with her boyfriend coming up. And this was like they'd been together for years. Like everyone was like, oh, my God, you guys are so going to get married. And there is me like definitely 
single and pregnant and they were all like loved up yeah but like, you'd have nah. they were probably just about to go in and pee on a pregnancy test themselves <laughs> probably but or she'd me, been to england already you know to me i was like she's so clever and i'm so fucking stupid yes so. I, I mean yeah so I'm looking at them going, they've probably been having sex for fucking ages. And I've just fucked this bog hopper from Wexford and I'm fucking <laughs> pregnant. And he's not even in a real college. He's in fucking WIT. I'm going to have a fucking, I I'm going to have an IT baby. And you know what? He was, he was so country. <laughs> by the way, country. I'm just, if anybody's offended by that, I'm, all, I'm totally kidding. <laughs> he was so country as well. Like, how did Was he from know? Wexford? Like. He's from Wexford. I'm gonna yeah. fuck the shit out of you. Yeah, like, yeah. And I'm he was gonna like, make you pregnant. He was pro- he was probably like more innocent than I was. Do you know what I mean? So I think his head just fucking exploded. Oh, you told him straight away. I I wouldn't say straight away, but I definitely told him like very soon after. Told him before I told my parents, because um, I felt at the time that it, like it was like the right thing to do, like that he should know. Well, yeah. So I was, you know, I was being very kind of mature about the whole thing so i rang him to tell him because i think we had talked about like that we were going to meet up or you know yeah, whatever sure. and i he was like oh when are you coming down to wexford you know like say whenever he like had his midterm and i had a midterm obviously and i was like yeah i'm pregnant that's <laughs> <laughs> amazing i mean god so do you know what he said i bet you do i don't know what he said well but did you say you sure it's mine no 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 he didn't say that no he said that thing. What is, I think even Chris Rock has a joke about it. I, I don't know. Where you go, uh, I'm pregnant. And then if the guy says, what are you going to do? <laughs> I don't know that bit. It's good because when I heard that, I fucking related because I was like, that's what happened to me. So he said, what are you going to do? Yeah. So that's kind of when you know, like, I'm here, but I'm going to stand over there. Just, sure. you know. Yeah. But, um... So, yeah, that was rocky for a while. And then obviously I had to tell my parents. <sighs> that was exhausting. But then once I told them, it was actually a lot better. Because I, I think until I told them, my head was completely fucked. Now, did you, had you thought about going to England and all that? You... I did. I did. I did definitely think about it. But I just, because even a, a woman I used to babysit for, I told her and she's like, I'll adopt the kid. And I was like, that's fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know, I was like, what? That's not what I want. I wanted somebody to kind of like give me the option of I'll book the tickets, I'll sort it all out or whatever. But then I knew myself that if I went into the building, I just, I wouldn't go through with it. I just knew that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And you, you go with you, you know? Yeah. I just knew at that time for me, I was like... No, um, I knew that like it was kind of, I knew very early on that I was kind of going to go through with it, whatever was going on at the time. That's what felt right for me. So yeah, so then I was in sixth year and I was pregnant. That's a really good leaving cert prep. Mm. And what did WIT do? WIT, I think freaked out for a while, like a good, a good while. Um... And then he kind of eventually slowly got it together. Okay. So Ella like sees him all the time and it's all good, but it definitely took a while. Yeah. And what about, uh, so you obviously had to tell school, yeah? We had to tell school, yeah. So when, I think I was about two months-ish when I told my parents. And my dad was actually 
great because I think in lots of ways sometimes men can be a lot more black and white about things whereas women can be a bit more gray so I found when I told men that I knew they were much more not matter of fact but they were like what do you need this is what you need this is what's going to happen whereas women were much more they probably understood the realities of it more but they were much more involved in the emotional anxiety of it Oh. And do you think that's partially because they know that so much of the responsibility will land on you? Do you think it's yes. almost like they're more disappointed for what you're going to have to go through? Yeah. Men can't so. understand that perhaps. Yeah. Well, Maybe, I, I don't know. No, I think, yeah, I'd say that's definitely what it is. So my dad, I think like his first thing was like, um, he was like, oh, I quite like the idea of being a grand or whatever. I think I was like, oh, I burst into tears because I was like the only girl, do you know what I mean? And I'm yeah. real like daddy's girl. So I was like, he's going to fucking hate me. And so my mom was more emotional where she would have been, I thought would have been more level headed. But she was like, after a few weeks of like, we went to the doctor and checked that it was like, it was actually, I was pregnant or whatever. We went to the school and because my mom was like, you have to tell the school because even like insurance, they need to know that you're pregnant. And I was like, okay, so he had to go and tell the principal. And the principal at the time was a nun. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so she she probably think it great. Put her in the her laundry, name. put her to work. Her name. Let's fucking get some, let's get some sheets done here. Her name was Sister Basil. Sister Basil. Sister Basil. So we went and told Sister Basil. And she was quite matter of fact about it. She, I think her, I think what she said is, well, you're not the first girl in the school to be pregnant and you certainly won't be the last or whatever. It was very like, okay, what's, okay, yeah. grand, off you go. So that was very like, um, I'd say my mom probably, <clears throat> I haven't asked her about that part, but I'd say she was probably expecting more like emotional support. Whereas like really like, okay, thanks for letting us know. There, yes. There's the door. <laughs> like best of luck with that. She was like, oh, you can wear your tracksuit bums when your skirt won't fit you. I was like, cool. Wow. And then, <laughs> then she was kind of getting old. I think she retired after that. But then she saw me in uh, like the common area a few months later. And I was wearing tracksuit bums because my skirt didn't fit. And she made a big show of me like, why are you wearing your tracksuit bottoms? And I was just so embarrassed because. I hadn't like made a big announcement to the year, like everybody I'm pregnant, you know, that. so I was like, yeah. oh, I haven't like I haven't told some people. I was like, this is really awkward. And I was kind of um, I was in your office a few weeks ago. My mom, I'm pregnant. Oh, oh, oh yes, you. OK. <laughs> oh, she completely forgot. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So it was definitely awkward in school. Yeah. And it, like, were you? Because obviously 2002 is like right on that borderline where we're sort of moving on from the, yeah. the shame of this. But did you feel any like shame from your mother or did you feel shame in school? Did you feel a lot of judgment from other people mm. or you felt like pretty supported? I didn't feel I didn't feel shame from my family, but I definitely remember when I was out. I was definitely like layering up my clothes. I wasn't like You're trying to hide it. Yeah. Definitely. I was like putting on big jackets. And if I think like I had my daughter in May, so like it wouldn't have been timing, man. Fuck. Wouldn't have even been that cold. But I was like still rocking the fleeces and everything, you know what I mean? Like I just didn't feel comfortable like being like, Hey, here's me and my bump. I just I didn't 
And I don't know if that was other people or if that was me. Like all the teachers, maybe bar one, were super nice and like really supportive. And um, I think a lot of my friends probably didn't really know what to say to me because they like I think there was a an atmosphere of like, oh, thank fuck it wasn't me. Yes. Because everyone's doing what you're doing. You're yeah. just the unlucky one, you know? Yeah, like, fuck, she got caught. So I think, like, people, your friends, I'm sure, and they're only kids as well. Like, they don't really know what to say to you because they don't really have anything positive to say to you because they're like, yeah, if that was me, I'd be fucked, so. Yeah. <laughs> they're just happy. They're just fucking delighted they're not pregnant. Yeah. And I would have been the exact same. Like, what are you meant to say to somebody? Oh, it's going to be so magical or, like. Tits look great. Yeah. <laughs> Because they're all, they're all like sitting there planning like their Debs, their six-year holiday. Yeah, they're thinking about who they're going to shift in fucking Bective. Yeah, they're all t- like talking about their future and everything. And you're just like, yeah, well, I'm just going to like give birth and see what happens then. Yeah. <laughs> so, now, but you're, so you're going to have a kid in May. You're supposed to do your leave in certain June. You do. So what was it? Oh, yeah. So 2003. She, 2003. When the fucking cat laughs. So. No, actually, 2003, 2003, when you're having this child. Yes. May 2003. Yeah. I was actually in fucking Aquadome, Chile, oh, really? filming the Des Bishop work experience. Yeah, it's oh, funny. wow. Different lives. You had much better summer than me. 2003 was way better for me than it was for you. I was about to fucking take off. I would have fucking loved that. <laughs> I, I, no, I was not thinking about so, so, fame and stardom. Okay, so, so, sorry, I, I, I've, I've jumped ahead because... <laughs> I, I shouldn't forget the most important part. Oh. Giving birth. Oh, God. <laughs> Worried yeah. about your leaving, sir. <laughs> it was so bad, though, because, yeah, I had her on the 22nd of May, and then 13 days later is your leaving. So when I was, like, packing my uh, hospital bag, I was putting, like, notes in. Your little index cards? Like, yeah. It's like in between Brett's revised biz org. <laughs> yeah. I didn't obviously look at anything, but I thought like, oh, I'll bring them just in case. And the book in Irish was on trail. Well, I, I don't know the, the, the so academic it, Irish. Well, the on trail. So do this book in Irish for your leaving. And the story is about a young girl who gets pregnant by a local married man. And in the end, she ends up, she's so distraught and whatever. And she's pregnant. I don't know if we actually know how young she is, but she's young. She ends up sticking her head in an oven. Jesus. And killing herself. Oh my God. That's so what I'm you reading. studied in Irish? <laughs> no wonder people are traumatized by Irish. <laughs> and then I did home ec. And in home ec, we were doing the reproductive system. And I was just sitting there going, somebody give me a fucking break. Yeah, just And enough. we had sex ed in sixth year. Oh, you did in sixth yeah, year? Yeah, and I'm sitting late. there like, can I, can I leave? Like, this is pointless. Like, this is embarrassing. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it just seemed like, well, obviously you're hypersensitive to all those kind of things, but it just seemed like everything. Yeah, it's like, a lot to deal with. I mean, listen, most people, most people think about that horrible leaving certain year, the pressure they were under. But yeah, like you're having I suppose a fucking it is horrible. Baby. But yeah, but you're having a baby. It's fucking crazy to throw that on that. Yeah, but it's like it two happens of, a two, lot of people. Two of, the most, two of the most stressful things that people will deal with in their life. Yeah, it was stress. You know, doing the leaving is like I, I guarantee you if people put down the top twenty, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it broad. Yeah, yeah. So you say top twenty most stressful moments of your life when they're eighty five years old. I bet you Irish kids will have to leave it in there, in the top twenty. Yeah, it is very stressful, isn't it? Yeah, and then you throw a, a fucking pregnancy on top of that. Yeah, it was bad. 
It did but take then, me a few years to recover, like, I'm not going to well, lie. No doubt. So anyway, come on, you're 18 years old, and where'd you go? The, the Coombe or the, the... I went to Hollis Street. Hollis Street. Yeah. Um, you're with your ma? I was with my ma. And WIT, not, not to be seen? No, but, oh, like, we were in contact, and things were, like, kind of, I suppose, thawing, and his mom knew now, and his family, and, but that would have been, like, too... Too much? Yeah, too intimate, you know what I mean? Sure. Like but it, it is weird, though, how you're just, you're left with the whole burden. Yeah. Well, I mean, I suppose if I just told him to be there, he would have. Yeah. But, but you didn't want that. No, it would have. Fair enough, yeah. I, I don't know. It would have been a, um, a false, it would have been forced intimacy. Do you know what I mean? Sure, yeah, 100%. I, just, I wouldn't have, and I was still worried about my ginger but, pubes, so I was like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? But what, what if doesn't matter but what if wit the minute you said you're pregnant was like i'm here for you let's i want to i want to be in your life um no i i, I uh, guess it's hard if he's like i'll be here for you i want to be in your father in your life like you know i want to be invited i want to raise our little wexford bogger baby like you know no i think we were both very different people and it was just you know it was just that like yeah. to, to me it was like you know it was the same as being on holidays in Crete when I was 18 or you know what I mean it was yeah 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 it was that kind of thing so no I don't I don't think so um I can't imagine but he's 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 a great guy and like and they have a good relationship they have a great relationship and he has children and she doesn't mind you talking about this stuff no yeah no she she knows like you know he lives in Wexford I live in Dublin like you know yeah. You have to kind of there has to be some openness there about sure. how that, you know. Um, but no. So anyway, like, just tell me about going to Hollis Street. I'm just curious. Oh yeah, I, you know, I just I'm curious. So I went to Hollis Street. Oh yeah. So at the time, I think my brother was one of my brothers was still living at home, and I was over like maybe four days, but I was getting really panicked because I was like, I need to do the leaving. I, but my big thing was it wasn't so much the leaving it was like I don't want to have to repeat mm. I was like I just need to get this done because I just felt like if I if I had to repeat it'd be like reliving a fucking year of trauma I was like I can't this has to this has to be done like you could have gone to the institution <laughs> couldn't no I just wanted to why just... did you have to repeat did you have a baby <laughs> did you just have a baby oh my god were you fat? All those girls from the road were probably like, oh my God. He's from you're Wexford. So, you're so fat. You see, he's from Wexford. Oh my God. Was he had freckles or what? Sorry, go ahead. No. So there's a lot of pressure. So I was like out walking. I was like, come on. You know, you're meant to walk, eat curries and all this stuff. And then I was only like four days. Four days over was absolutely nothing. And I went into labor at home in the house. It was like 11 or something. So water broke or like no water didn't break just started like getting contractions and then we went into Hollis Street did my dad I'm sure my dad must have drove us in I can't actually remember getting to the house to Hollis Street what I do remember is when you go in to like any maternity hospital the first thing you need to do is you sit down and they ask you questions and you sign a form and you fill in the form and I was just like, what the fuck's this? I'm in labor. Like, it was like, you know, like yeah, any like, hello? any appointment. 
can you fill in this form? And I was like, I'm in fucking labor. But like, you don't realize at the time that you've like another day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think it's all about to, you're, you're <laughs> like, yeah. I, I'm about to take a shit here. <laughs> yeah. The kid's about to pop out. I think out. it's like the TV, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, where's my stretcher? Um, and then you go open the lift and whatever. So they actually um, broke, if your waters don't break, they'll just break them for you. So it's like, um, how would I describe it? It's not a bad thing. It's like just a big release. Gush. Yeah, big gush. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of warm. You're like, oh, that, that's kind of nice. Well, that's what, do they like, stick something up there? How do they? Yeah, it's like, I think it's just kind of. Yeah, pop it, yeah. But it's not, it doesn't hurt. Like, it's yeah. it's fine. And it's then, like popping a blister. But then they said, yeah. <laughs> then they said to me, they're like, oh, you're in labor. You're like two centimeters. Which they said it's really good cool because a lot of time people go in and they're not actually, hasn't started. You haven't dilated. Yeah, so they're like, you're two centimeters. I was like, oh, brilliant. But then it went on for hours, like hours. Painful? Very The painful. usual? Like. Yeah. Everything was good. I didn't have like a cesarean or anything. I didn't get an epidural because it too late. Oh. So I never got one. So I've never had one. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. So you're totally natural. Totally natural. Well, like gas and air. You know, like, oh, right, yeah. yeah. Um, but you see, like, my mom was there, and she's a nurse, and she's quite hippy-dippy. So she'd be like, you know, if you do it natural, you recover a lot quicker and da 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 da, da. And I was like, I'll give it a whirl. So then I had her and she was all healthy and everything. And, and was that like the usual, like immediate, like this was the right thing? Thank God. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. Like you, I, you or even I remember my friends came in to see me and I can't remember exactly what one of them said but they were like kind of in shock because I was just like so like oh wrap her up in the blanket and throw her up on my shoulder and it all felt really natural and then I went home and then what happened then well then it would have been the leaving sir pretty quick that's unbelievable like so that would have been insane. insane it would have been insane yeah and then that summer I was basically like I'm lucky in a way that I'm kind of naturally I wouldn't say alone, but I'm quite happy on my own. I mm. like I like my own company. So I spent that whole summer walking with a buggy. I was like, but we just had this mantra in my head that's going to sound really bad, but I went through a rough year. The mantra in my head was just like, I'm not going to be a fat bitch. I'm not going to be a fat bitch. <laughs> because all my friends ever talked about say, oh, when you have a kid, like, you're just like, everyone gets fat and stuff. And I was like, it's not happening to me. <laughs> 
No. Plus, you're, plus you're 18. I'm so 18. It's, like, it's I'm still like, your I'm, main focus. Like, yeah, it's like, I'm like, I, I, I want to be not, hot. I'm not going down like this. I was like, fuck you all. Um, and then I remember I went to someone's birthday party like months later, like maybe five months later. And everyone was like really surprised. Like, oh my God, Emma, you look like you look fucking great, Emma. Like, and I was like, yes. And then I went to college in September. You did? Yeah. Where? Well, IADT. Oh my God. Which one? <laughs> the one at John Leary. All right. What were you studying? Business and arts management. All right, cool. By the way, I have nothing against these. <laughs> I, I, these are just, this is just a running gag. I no, it's not. I, 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 I don't want any. In anything. fairness though, even if I hadn't gotten pregnant that year, and what, I got 335 points, or so, 300 and something points, right? But the funny thing is that even if I hadn't gotten pregnant and had that stress a year, that's exactly the points I would have gotten. What, what, what school did you go to, by the way? Santa Maria. Oh, it was Santa Maria. I was thinking it might be that. What are you saying? I just had a feeling that was the rest. I just, you didn't seem like a Loretto. You didn't seem like a Loretto girl to me. Santa Maria. That's the school. So uh, I went to college. Did the four years. I I nearly, the girl I nearly married was Loretto boarding school girl. Oh. Just so you know. Okay. A little little bit of knowledge of the. Wow. Rath Farnham schools. That's, uh, that tells me all I need to know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm only joking. Um, we're, we're getting into the the the, the class the class yeah. divisions of uh, the middle of, classes the, of the Dublin schools. Yeah. You know. So yeah, that's the story. That's amazing. That's great. I you know I I kind of it's it's actually it's quite it's very intriguing to go through that. An 18-year-old dealing with that. I know yeah. we have the snapper and we have all these things. Yeah, but, but I think that's why it took me so long to do something like creative. Well, f- of course. Do you know that kind of way? Because so well, you're I, a single mom. I did, uh, when I did business and arts management, even at that time, I did it because people were saying to me, it's like a secret media course. The points are really low. Because you know the way media courses, journalism, yeah, whatever. Yeah, DCU. It's very high points. I was like, I'm never going to get that. They're like, it's like a secret media course. You can kind of get into that stuff doing that course I was like okay I'm gonna do that course so I actually did do like based before I start doing comedy I do like admin jobs and then I do like production assistant and that kind of thing yeah but I never kept that going because it would always be like sporadic work you know like okay you're on set tomorrow at like seven you know we'll finish whatever time you finish it and I just felt so guilty doing that kind of work as like Ella I was like how can you get someone to mind your child? And we're like, I don't know when I'll be back. So yes, so it's like, oh, I need a, like a stable thing or whatever. And and I, I mean, need a proper I, job because I have a few more things I want to talk about. But I'm just curious, like, what supports did you have to be able to do college and then also to begin your career? But just my parents. That was it. Yeah. What about social welfare assistance? Oh just yeah, the, just the children's allowance. No, I actually, I did get loan parents' allowance because I didn't know about any of this stuff. Well, I knew it existed, but like it wasn't on my radar at all. And my dad was like, oh, no, you're entitled to this. You're entitled to that. And I was like, really? And then I got, uh, not at the start, but maybe my last year, I got um, a grant in college yeah. for childcare. And, but that was when Ella went to play school. But it wasn't like, you know, they do the free year now. Yes. They don't, they didn't that have didn't that exist then. back then. Yeah. So then when I was in fourth year, she was like in a bit of childcare and I had uh, a part-time job like in a pub. Oh, right. Yeah. So you really, you, 
you're you're clearly quietly like a grafter. Like none yeah. of these things seem to knock you at all. Uh, I think I don't know. I think I'm just like lucky that I have, for the most part, like a healthy head. Do you know what I mean like I've never really yeah. suffered from depression or anything sure, like that sure, or sure. um I don't, the only like the only thing I could say that I've ever had are like blues like three day blues or something but I've never had but you, you are you you seem to be like a sort of a get on with it type of person oh like, yeah that's not to yeah no, I'm not definitely. trying to diminish other people that may have struggled in your situation because yeah. I think it's really difficult but you, you you do seem to have just taken it in I'm like, yeah i would be like a just get on with a kind of person but then like yeah i had it i did like my parents did so much for me like do you know what i mean so yeah that was thanks ma'am <laughs> that was handy but yeah. it's the same with funnily enough my little cousin bella who's like my niece yes but her, she was born in similar situations yourself except her mother was a little older uh who, her mother is my cousin also but she's like my sister she's like my irish sister okay but uh but yeah, you know, she was had a lot of help from the parents, but still, like, it's it's not easy. Yeah. See, I don't think I realized... The only reason, by the way, I said it in that context, because I'm going to visit... Bella's now in fucking Turin. She's 19 years old, and she's studying in Turin. I'm oh, going to she? visit her on Sunday. What is she doing? Of course, you know Bella. Yes. I forget this, because Bella ended up doing the door at the International. She's in circus school. She's That's what I was going to say. Yeah, she told me silks. she was, yeah. like, going to do circus school. Yeah, I was so like, I'm going to okay. visit her on Sunday. But it is amazing how fast it happens. But, it, but also... The, the parents thing helps, but it still doesn't change the fact that it's fucking... I think it's hard no matter what. I, I didn't realize. I just thought it was because I was young. But then I was like, oh, no, it's the same for everyone. If no, I think there's own. pros and cons, too. Because I, I think at the, when I was younger, I, I would have thought it was the greatest nightmare of all time to have stuck in that situation that you were in. Yeah. But now that I'm older, I feel like yes and no. Because the fucking energy is pretty handy. <laughs> yeah, I know. You just... It's hard to know. Like, you just don't know. I think I everybody know. You know and and know. in your situation, uh, it yeah. almost feels like, well, look at you now. You got this whole other life. So can we just jump? Because yes, I know I know you have two other children now, yes. and you you have a you have a partner that you're never going to marry because you don't really love him, <laughs> and <laughs> you've, you've 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 locked him into the fucking bedroom so we could do a podcast <laughs> with the dogs upstairs. He could be dead for months. I'm just like, oh, he's upstairs again. Oh, yes. uh, so, but so. You, you you ended up with a when when did you start working in FM one oh four? I like literally a couple months ago. Oh, okay. But you, you had you had a career, right? You you were you were self sufficient? Yes. Yeah. I was And like, then how the fuck do you decide to do comedy? Um I started doing comedy because when I uh I got in on this FOSS course actually because I was a lone parent and it was that you could work in a local radio station. I was like, wow. But the local rate, did you have to have experience? No. no. So the false course unrelated to the course you did in Deliri? Unrelated. So obviously I was like a shoe in because they're like, oh, you've been to college and everything. Yeah. And part of that course or part of that radio thing was that they gave you money for funding. And I went and did a television course and I did a show reel. It was like kind of like this secret desire. And I sent it to producers because I would check tv programs to see who produced it and who made it and then one guy responded and he was like oh you're pretty funny you should do sketches so i was like okay and i got a friend of mine to do some sketches with me and sent them off to him and he was like oh they're great and then he got me to audition for this pilot do you remember when they used to do like 
uh, pilots around Christmas time. And it was this hidden camera show. The Fear? No, it was before The Fear. It, they only did like one episode. But they got they got me out to audition. And the audition went really, really well. And he's like, oh, you're going to be in it. And I was like, yes. And then I was like, oh, just so you know, like I'm pregnant. Are <laughs> oh, you pregnant again? I was pregnant again. Jesus, why do you keep getting pregnant at the I most know. important times in your life? I know. I really fucked it up for myself because the date that they were going to start filming was my due date. Jesus Christ. So I didn't get to do it. But at that time, I'd never had any like audition or any experience like that. So then all of a sudden, like he wasn't getting back to me and I was like fuck they're not they're not going to use me because I was like oh it'd be fine honestly even if it's like the next day I'll be able to do it so he was like I'm sure he was like yeah we can't get this girl so I was devastated like fucking devastated but he said to me um he said we had a chat after and he was like you know just bad time he's like you should do stand up and I was like oh he's the one that said it yeah what company was it so his name is uh, Mick Brennan and he was in RTE. He actually right. works for, he works for Joe.e at the moment. Oh, okay. Yeah. But he said it to me. So I was like, yeah, that's how I'll fucking get in. So I didn't like, I didn't, it wasn't like a big desire to do stand up. No. Do you know what I mean? But, but I, it was just like something to do to, now that you've had a, a taste for that, you might be able to get into this world. Yes. And I thought, oh, if I do stand up on me, people who like, I thought it was going to be this like really cool bohemian <laughs> eclectic mix of people who were like writers and all worked in RT and just I mean, it was totally cool. And I just be like moving in all the <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I thought it was going to be. But you, um, you had a romantic notion of stand up yes, comedy as yeah, a world. Yeah. So uh, I had Joe and I think like I had Joe and I, I signed up for the hate me like six weeks later. I like this is fucking happening. Oh, so you went to do an open mic? Yeah. Yeah. And what did uh, Shane think about it? He Shane thought being it was your in- partner. <laughs> Shane thought it was insane. And you guys were settled, right? Like, Oh, yeah, got- we were settled, yeah. And I, j- I just had a baby and I was like, oh, I'm going to sign up for this open mic comedy night. And he was just like, what the fuck? Walking to the venue. I'm not going to be a fat bitch. I'm not going to be a fat bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I always just love putting this pressure around pregnancy. I don't know why, but I was like, I'm going to do, I'm going to write a like a stand-up set now so yeah and then that was it and yeah i loved it and you you (laughs) you always had that that was just your way that sort of like low energy kind of sardonic (laughs) that was your humor from the get-go or did you find that no that was it yeah it was that's it's just um a different version of me yeah but it's it's definitely gotten more animated, only just because I've gotten more comfortable on stage. But it's still dry. Yeah, like it's it was dry. always it was always dry. But I didn't I didn't know it was I was dry until people told me. Oh right. I was like, oh okay. I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> I just I don't I didn't think about like my what's my style or. And were you do su- people think about that? I don't know. I didn't anyway. No, I mean I remember like early early days. Anne Gildy from the Newell is telling me. It takes five years to find your voice. Or, you know, like people like to put the... Yeah, yeah. But I, 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 I didn't know. I honestly, like different people have different journeys into stand-up. Yes, yeah. But like I watched a lot of American stand-ups when I was growing up. But my Irish, in, in my Irish life, because I was in boarding school and then, you know, I was in college, but I was like fucked up from alcohol and drugs. Like I, I, I didn't really have a, a keen awareness of like what I liked as a stand-up. Yes. And I kind of got into stand-up before I had really sort of 
found myself looking at stand-up again so when i got up i just thought all i thought yeah. about was just making people laugh i wasn't like other people yeah. started like when david o'darty started he was much more aware of what was good and bad he had his own mm. standards i had none yeah. when i started yeah yeah i was just like fucking this is great isn't it to be up here yeah i know they're letting us do this like wow yeah it's, it's just great yeah but you know but but all ways into it are fine, you know. I think yeah. I think it, it, it it's good if you're a bit more on top of it, you know, mm. a bit more aware of the art form. Yeah, I don't know if I was aware of the art. Well, like I definitely sat down and wrote. Yes, you know, for the first time and practiced it out and was like very prepared. And how did say. you feel then that first time? Six weeks after having a child, I was really nervous. I think I I turned up like really early, but I really and you knew nobody, it. right? I knew nobody. Did you call but, with anybody? No, but they were like, you need to p- tell people you're doing it. So I think I put it up like the day, like, oh, on Facebook. So a friend of mine came. I didn't want people to come that I knew. And my friend Laura from Wexford, her brother came with his girlfriend. And I was like, oh, no, this is terrible. Yeah. But I didn't want to talk to them. So then when I did this set, he... He, I think he came up to me and he's like, oh, that, he's like, you'll win. You were the best. And I was like, really? And he's like, oh, yeah, definitely. And when he said it to me, I kind of believed it. I was like, oh, OK. So then I was kind of glad that I knew a couple of people there. Yeah, I think it's good to have people there. I, I had friends there my first night. Yeah. So, yeah, that was it. I just started trying to sign up to gigs and talk to people. And how did you get into this? And Yeah. So, yeah, I, I didn't think uh, that wasn't the plan. The plan was just to do stand up because I didn't know how any of it worked yeah and are you happy that it's basically become like a huge part of your life now or you still consider it to be a way into something else no I think I'm probably much more content now with it being what it is so I think for a a while I was probably trying to use it as something to get into something else or whatever yes um but I think I think it's only a recent thing that I've probably matured and just enjoy it for what it is and actually really just enjoy it now. Yeah, because it is a good thing to enjoy. Yeah, so I, I really I really just enjoy it for I'm on stage and that's the audience. And the goal of this is for all of us to have as much fun as possible. And that's the only thing now. For a long time, I think I was trying to like get other stuff out of it. But like there's so few opportunities in Ireland anyway. Anyway. <laughs> And you've so, got three children, so... Yeah, so I'm like, I might as well just actually just enjoy it. But then on the flip side, there is a new freedom that didn't exist when I was starting out, which yeah. I kind of wish that it did, is the ability to just make your own content, which you, you've been pretty good at. You've had a few, yeah. I guess, semi-virals. Yeah, some of Rosa Trilly one. Yeah, and I think that's funny. You know, that kind of way, like, I'll, I'll stand by And do you get a kick that. out of that? Yeah. Because you're good at I it. I do, but yeah. But you got to keep it up. That's the problem. You have, you, have, you, have you been keeping it up? I'm filming now some next weekend. So I do them with my cousin, Dan Dalton. Right. Oh, so he's, he's he, the one that he's helps you with the green screen stuff? Yes. Because I was wondering how you were doing that green screen. I am not good with that stuff. So he helps me out. So we're going to film next weekend. But I yeah, I do get a kick out of that. I like if you see like friends tagging each other in yeah. things, you know, like. I'm rage like you'll like this or like I'll yes that kind of gives me but I buzz. think that's key for you and I think especially because you've had a few good ones already I, I think personally if you keep it up yeah regularly it can make a huge difference yeah and then every I, now I and then you get lucky with like a major viral yeah 
And then you just never know. You never know. But I know like lots of people, uh, some comedians have talked to me about videos and they're kind of actually afraid to do them. But I, I suppose I made videos before I did stand up. So I'm kind of, yeah. you, you know. But one thing I've learned about the internet that quality should be your lowest concern. <laughs> yeah, well, you see, that's it. Some you, Quantity you, is the... But that's it. Like some of them you put out and you think like it's fucking hilarious and nobody... Oh. And then there's ones that you're like, I really don't even want to put this up. And, and then, then it takes the off. Day. I know, it's crazy. So you just don't know. So I tried to like not be too emotionally involved. I had that with the, I have this routine about consent, which I think is a good routine. I mm-hmm. stand by the routine, but, you know, I was waiting till the end of my tour. I said, I'm put up this consent bit now and that they'll all fucking share it, you know, because it's like, <laughs> yeah. it's pretty right on, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and it's, uh, you know, it's yeah. like an issue du jour, right? Like it's an yes. important issue. So I fucking put it up like, just waiting for this, waiting for the praise, you know, <laughs> waiting for the fucking the feminist <laughs> army to come onto my side. Be like, you're so... Cause oh, you're why so, did people come and tell us about the immersion? No, <laughs> no, it just, it just didn't take off. You know, it yeah, just it yeah. didn't take off. I know. Which is totally fine because for starters, you shouldn't be like thinking that your consent bit is going to... But the point is that you, you, you think a thing I is going to go and it yes. doesn't go. And then I fucking casually banged up the fucking period sex bit i casually banged up the period sex bit yes. thinking nothing about it yeah and now it's had 2.5 million views on facebook i think that is that is actually the equation <clears throat> the more thought you put into it the it's, less it's true i i think, I think the cleverer some, it is the less impact it's gonna have 100 percent. not that uh, yeah. you know not like I, i'm not judging the period sex routine but it's yes. just like and, and I'm not even speaking about myself, even for you. Yeah. It is a weird thing how some stuff can take off. I, I give you another example. Yeah. I have this stupid, like, Vicar Street yeah. thing that I've done for 15 years, mm-hmm. which is if somebody's from Malahide, uh-huh. I do a bit about driving through Kulak to Malahide. Okay, yeah. And I happened to film it there the last time I was in Vicar Street. I banged it up online and fucking... It took off, and my golf club is out in the north side, and every all the old women are all like, "Oh, Clare Hall is like a beacon," you know. It's like a dumbass local bit, you know, like yeah, a yeah. bit that, like, if a comic from New York was in the crowd, you'd be like, "I have to apologize for that fucking load of yeah, rubbish." Yeah, yeah. Total takes off. That's I, I actually think I think the worst thing you can be is good when it comes to the internet. <laughs> yeah, fuck! I need to start just start dumbing it down. Yeah. No, I'm I'm kidding because your videos are good actually. No, but, but I actually, do think you have one to of my biggest ones was this one I did making a sandwich, like a deli girl, and I wasn't gonna put it up because I was like, this is fucking ridiculous. So like, you can't see the person. I'm just at this kitchen table. I'm like, ch- ch- butter or mayo. So I throw on the butter, and then oh, just a little bit of red onion. I put on loads of onion. You know, like yeah. And I was like, this is so bad. I'm not even going to try this. It went everywhere. Every, it's crazy, yeah. isn't it? And everyone's like, oh my God, my mom was like, you know, like whatever. Yeah, they, yeah. It kicks off and people. Sent, and you see someone like, oh, Santa, chicken fillet rolls or whatever, like, and tagging people who used to work in delis. Yes. And all this, I just never thought. But I was, I was nearly not going to put it up because I was like, this is, this is I know, I think you just got to put it up. Yeah. And I think worst case scenario is it just like keeps the algorithm ticking over for you, you know? I know. Like the algorithm needs to be fed. I know that's what it is, isn't it? Oh, there's too much. There's too much of that in it, though. There is a lot of that in it, but it works. You know, I mean, there's yeah. these, these kids on TikTok, and they're like, "Are you on TikTok?" I just got on it, but Did like, you? it's not for us. But I know, I know. But it it's baffling to me. Like, but I can see it because I get transfixed. I'll see some like eighteen year old boy or girl, by the yes, way. Yes, yeah. And they're just so confident in front of the camera. Yeah. And they're doing their stupid things. They're lip syncing. 
but I'm transfixed. I'm just like, I and, know. and I'm almost, I'm almost transfixed for the, the TikTok viewers and that I'm yes. going, I get how you can get sucked into this, especially yeah. like the, the easily influenced adolescent mind. I could see how it's so intimate, right? That like these people get sucked in and like, they'll probably be, in the next year or two, we're going to hear about the TikTok millionaires. I know. I so I've watched it. I was on it a couple of months ago and it was, I could see that it was perfect for like passive watching because it's yes. just so quick it's and just quick. like move, move, move. But then like the whole miming thing and yeah, it's just, just the same dumb. as us like learning the lyrics to songs back in the day. But it is, that Isn't part it? is kind of mindless, but it's amazing yeah. that these kids are so into it. And what, what I find worrying about it mm. is how much these people, and I'm not judging them because I know I would have been the same, but yeah. it's so clear that they just love looking at themselves while they're filming it. Like you yes. can see them mm. looking at themselves and just trying to be as good looking as they can possibly be. Yeah. And they've clearly bought like ring lights. Yeah. And they 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 know how to do makeup. Mm. And it, they're, they're they're obsessed with their image. And, and yeah. But the thing it's is that, true. but the thing is that people that are watching it are very happy to watch them being obsessed with their image, which is fascinating. Yeah, fuck. But then I know myself when I was a teenager, I was obsessed. Yes, but thank myself, God, yeah, you, but, know. you know, we just had the mirror and Couldn't. pixelated Nokia <laughs> pics, you know. But I wouldn't pass the mirror without looking in it, like damn straight. Yeah, yeah, you know, I get it. I'm not judging them because I, it, yeah, but it, you can see it, you know. Yeah, you I know. See them mouthing it's, the lyrics yes. and like doing their little. I know you can you can see the the dialogue inside their head, like yes. what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I I, I get it. Yeah, I don't and know if I'm going to put content there. You're not going to TikTok it? I well, the only so. thing I like about TikTok is a couple of handy features for putting up a video on TikTok and then banging it up over on Instagram. Oh, okay. That's what I like about it. So, you know, a couple of stupid jokes. Yeah. I mean, I basically 50% of my TikTok jokes are like, why a 44-year-old shouldn't be on TikTok? I probably will. I'll get on it in about two years. I always get on everything. Yeah, but don't be late. I'm always late, though. I'm always late. I got an Instagram so late. Yeah, can hear, me too. Can you hear them now? Can I can't hear, hear your children now. No, oh, it's not too late. No, they're... Yeah, they're, they're lucky messers. it's not 20 years ago, but they're getting a fucking smack right now. <laughs> oh. well, you better not get fucking pregnant. <laughs> like your mother, you slut But mother. you know what? She, we go to the gym together. And at the start of the you class... You and Ella? Yeah. At the start of the class, uh, you know, they'll say, has anyone got any injuries or whatever? And then they'll say, anyone pregnant? And she thinks it's hilarious to pretend to walk out of the class. Like she's pregnant. And I'm like, Ella, that's not even funny. That is funny. Yeah, it is funny. <laughs> but I was like, please don't do that to me. I was like, it's too much. I was like, no. <laughs> like, imagine, me, imagine I was a granny. Bef- now, I want to talk to you about one serious thing. But before yes. we do, before we do. Okay. How is she with you doing comedy and she with your videos? and? She's fine. Like, so she has been in a lot of like the earlier videos. Um, because, well, no, she does, I, so how long am I doing it now? Six years? Ten? Oh, yeah, so she does remember when I didn't do it, but I suppose I've been doing it for quite a lot of her life. She's never expressed any issues. But is it cool for her? Like, is it like a thing you think think that she, like, her friends think is cool or that she kind of keeps it separate or? I don't know if they think it's cool. Like, I think it's a couple of the parents have seen or heard different things. 
and the parents think it's cool. Oh, right. So the she kind of yeah. So she kind of gets a bit of a laugh out of that. Right. Okay. So uh, no, I don't think she's like embarrassed about it or anything. But I don't think she's like, let me tell you about my mom. Yeah. You know what I mean? So she's a like she's quite the performer herself. It was so funny. She did a play in Fortune. She did the Wiz- Wizard of Oz, and she was the the Wicked Witch. And it was like watching myself on stage when I was like 16. It was the ex- like the exact same mannerisms and everything. And I can see that she wants to do that kind of stuff, but she's not like prepared to like say, I'm going to, I want to be a performer. Really? Yeah. And I have can you see- encouraged her? I would a bit. Well, like she's really good. And yeah. I like, get her, like she's a good actress, but I think she's going to like make, she wants to do like history in college. So I encourage What kind of an that. idiot does fucking history in college? <laughs> Well, it's the perfect plan for someone who wants to be a performer, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, well, that's what I did. Just in case you're wondering why I brought you? that up. I was, oh, yeah, I was making fun of myself She's very there. clever. She wants to do history. She's like a straight A student. Oh, right. Well. Yeah. So she wants to do history. And uh, that's her main focus. Yeah. Plug your, what's your Instagram? Emma Doran Comedian. Emma Doran Comedian. Yeah. It's obnoxious, isn't it? No, it's fine. It I'm fine? sure there was an Emma Doran before that. I don't know. I can't. Are you any shows coming up? Because I'm putting this up tomorrow. Um, do I have any shows? Anything you want to plug? No. Um, podcast up to ninety. Oh yes, the up to ninety podcast yeah. with Julie J. With Julie J. Hey Julie. And, and uh, uh, she's been on the shift. I didn't get you on the shift to talk dirty, but oh, I probably yes. should have. You so many fucking kids. <laughs> I know a lot. I know very little and a lot. Yeah, you're only sense. you're only like the fourth mother. Oh really? I've ever yeah. interviewed. I don't know what. Well, I have you on again. We'll get you on okay, the shift. Cool. Yeah. Oh, okay. Thank you very much, Emma. Thanks. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.